again, everyone, and welcome back to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Zulovich, part of the team at Cherokee Media Group and senior editor at Subprime Auto Finance News and AutoFin Journal. For this episode of the podcast, it's brought to you by Use Car Week, which begins November 15th at the Red Rock Resort in Las Vegas. Register now to secure your spot for Pre-Owned Con, AutoFinCon, RepoCon, the National Remarketing Conference, and new this year, Navicon, the National Auto Venture and Investors Conference. Early bird registration discounts are available through October 18th. See our complete agenda and register now at usecarweek.biz. Again, that's usecarweek.biz. For this episode of the podcast, welcome two executives from RVI Group. Wee Fan, who is the Senior Vice President of Passenger Vehicles, and Dave McKay, Vice President of Business Development and Sales. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making time for the Auto Remarketing Podcast. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. Well, we will uh, let let's begin with you, and and then Dave, uh, your, your your thoughts as as well, uh, tailoring our our conversation uh, at the outset here, looking uh, at the subprime uh, part of of auto financing, and and certainly uh, used vehicle prices have have been uh, noteworthy uh, throughout the year. Uh, we what what reasons have those high used vehicle prices uh, helped uh, subprime auto finance companies in particular? And if there's more than than one reason, how, how would you order the impact of, of those reasons? Uh, we will begin with you and then Dave, your thoughts as well. Yeah, I can think of three reasons. Uh, there are others, you know, not as, not as obvious. I mean, the number one is the chip shortage everybody's talking about. And uh, I think I think that's the most uh, significant reason for the high price. And there's also the stimulus package that you know uh, feel uh, that uh, makes feel people feel you know uh, can afford a car. Uh, the third one is you know related to the pandemic is that uh, those days people unless you, uh, are are hesitating to take uh, public transportation. And when they started to go back to uh, work, they wanted to uh, drive their own car. So those are the three, I think it's three main, re- main reasons to uh, drive up the, the used car price. Right, I would, indeed. I would, also, I would also throw in that, that uh, you know, we've had some pretty low interest rates and um, consumers are sitting with more cash, uh, which is uh, due to the stimulus and a variety of other things and not spending money as well. So um, you, you have uh, more cash available for people to use to get uh, transportation. Indeed, indeed. And, and, and Dave, we'll, we'll continue with you and, and then we, your, your, your thoughts as well. Just uh, looking forward as uh, perhaps uh, used vehicle uh, prices normalize, uh, again, focusing on the, the, the subprime uh, sector, how, how should uh, those particular sub finance companies prepare for for what might be ahead uh, when, when those prices uh, do modify. Uh, Dave, your thoughts there and, and we as well. If, I think if you start off where we're at, right, we're at a high. We're, we just kind of uh, 
we, we think we've we've peaked. Um, so you know, right now, getting back the asset, you, you never want to have to pull it back. But if you have to, um, the asset's worth a lot. So that's uh, that's pretty good for them. Um, and in fact, it's been a, a real boon for being able to take. You know, it's limited the risk, the asset side of the risk. Obviously, as we come down off of this, um, there's going to be more risk on in terms of the asset risk component of this. Um, so if you bring back the vehicle, it's not going to be worth as much as as uh, it is today. But um, I think you want to put it in perspective. Um, over the next couple of years, while it'll be coming down, it'll be going down to kind of the new normal, which we've been talking about, um, you know, pre-pandemic, just a little above pre-pandemic levels for prices, which is pretty traditionally pretty good uh, space. So I think I think uh, subprime providers are in a on our in a pretty good uh, sitting in a pretty good spot. You've got a um, you've got consumers who may have some damaged credit, but but not quite as bad off as as they've been. Or and and uh, you have an asset that is being is coming back. It's going to have a, have a more value than it traditionally would have. Um, so I, I think in the in the next few years, they're in a very good spot. When you get past that, though. Um, I think you'll, you'll, that's when it will get back to more difficult days. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Wait, we, excuse me. Uh, what, what are your thoughts there? I think that, you know, like Dave said, I think uh, life should be pretty good for on a, in the subprime world. But I think the danger is that I make sure that, the, you know, the origination is still disciplined. And you know, if you have a long term value, if so, ninety percent of the current market value, and that will be pretty dangerous <laughs> down the road. <laughs> Again, the the voices uh, that you're hearing on this episode of the Ottery Marketing Podcast are two executive uh, members of the team at RVI Group, WeFan, and Dave McKay. And, and gentlemen, uh, pivoting just a, a little bit in our conversation here, still, still focused a bit on the, the subprime sector, but, but touching on a, another topic that, that's certainly growing uh, in interest uh, nowadays are uh, electric vehicles. And they're uh, more prominence and, and prevalence in, in, in the automotive industry. Uh, we continue with you and, and then Dave as well, just, what uh, interest have uh, subprime providers had in electric vehicles in the past, and, and why should that potentially change? I think the, the well, first of all, I'm a, a big believer in the electric vehicles. And we, as a company, we spend a lot of time studying it and look at the history, look at the technology, and check checking the residual value. And... As the battery cost continues to uh, come down, I think there will be, you know, electric vehicle that will fit the, the subprime market. And I, you know, I would highly, you know, think that uh, the banks should really start to look into this segment. Yeah, indeed, I, indeed. And, and Dave, uh, your thoughts as well. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, typically, you know, right now, um, EVs are relatively expensive. They, 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 they're, you know, they're, they're capturing. So um, given the fact that, that, you know, you've got people with damaged credit, uh, by and large, they're buying down spectrum vehicles in the higher percentage. 
Um, certainly, they've had some uh, subprime buyers have some subprime buyers are buying electric, um, but it's it's mostly and if if it's electric, it's PHEV, you know, the the uh, plug-in hybrid vehicles uh, that that they are. Um, you know, I think that that there's a couple thoughts. One is that prices are going to come down, which is going to make these vehicles uh, in the budget of people with damaged credit, um, and uh, you know. Not all of them, but a certain subsegment of them. So I think it's 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 inevitable that 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 subprime providers are going to have to find their way to understand how to deal with these vehicles, how to how how much loan to value to go to, how to how to manage them safely. A, um, I, I think in the long term, they will be the primary uh, vehicles <laughs> out there. So so that'll be something you have to do anyway. Um, uh, and and I also I also think that that um, you know as an asset class they're they're going to perform increasingly better over time as as uh, as range gets better it continues to get better as the um, as as the uh, charging stations uh, keep um, coming out and so anyway it'll it it's going to be a, a robust asset class and as any new asset class um, I think. Uh, just because someone has damaged credit doesn't mean they're not going to want that vehicle and, and there's not going to be uh, lenders that are going to have to get into that space to understand it. Closing moments here on this episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast with two members of the team at RVI Group. We Fan, who is the Senior Vice President of Passenger Vehicles, and Dave McKay, who is the Vice President of Business Development and Sales. And, and, and gentlemen, to, to wrap up our, our conversation, uh, focused uh, on, on the subprime part of, of auto financing, uh, we, let's, let's turn back to you and then, and then Dave will have the closing words to, to round us out. Uh, what do you see as the, the specialties or, or strengths of, of subprime auto finance companies that, that they have now that will be of particular benefits uh, down the road, no, to use that uh, cliche, no matter if uh, the used vehicles that they're uh, booking paper with are, are electric vehicles or, or, or gasoline models. Uh, we, uh, what, what strengths do, again, do subprime auto finance companies have now that will be in particular benefit down the road? Um, I think that, uh, I think the subprime uh, kind of have a, a kind of uh, play an important role when the, for the EVs to really become a, a, a mass market vehicles. And they can, uh, you know, really uh, start to really educate the subprime consumers, you know, to, uh, to explain how the EVs can be acceptable and for the, for the general public. And I believe that uh, the subprime industry has that capability to communicate that well to the consumers. Very good, and, and Dave as well. Um, I, I, think, I think, you know, I think we's on to a, a key aspect. I mean, subprime folks have to stay close to the ground. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they have to understand their consumers, what's going on. Uh, they have to communicate effectively. Um, and uh, they can use those skill sets and they also have to manage assets. And let's face it, these guys, uh, I mean, 
you don't collect a whole lot of prime vehicles, prime customer vehicle, right? So these folks are remarketing these things. They're taking them in. They have to know the asset. They have to know the vehicle. I mean, we always spend a lot of time focusing on their knowledge of credit, which definitely if they don't know credit, they're in deep trouble. Um, but they also need to know the asset values. And what I think what we and I have been looking at is, um, you know, over the the from 2010 forward, we had this kind of, uh, I would say, a, a gentle environment for assets, uh, for auto assets. The, the valuations have been there. If you look forward, I feel like the next uh, 10 years or so is going to be much more turbulent. We're starting on a high. What happens when you're at a high? Nick? Where yeah. do we go? <laughs> <Got you down. laughs> and, and so, so I think, I think um, not only are they going to have to focus on the credit risk of folks, they're going to have to focus on asset risk and understanding these new vehicles and new conceptions of vehicles, and there'll be risk along with that. And um, that's the business that we're in. Excellent. Excellent. Again, that's Dave McKay, Vice President of Business Development and Sales, and WeFan, the Senior Vice President of Passenger Vehicles. Both gentlemen are part of the team at RVI Group here on the Auto Remarketing Podcast. We, Dave, thank you so much for, for sharing your insights on an intriguing topic that we'll certainly be uh, watching going forward. Thank you again. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Good talking with you. And if you've missed any of our past episodes of the podcast, simply just go to our website at autoremarketing.com and click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. For our fellow hosts, Bill Zedites and Joe Overby, as well as our executive producer, Matt Rice, I'm Nick Zulovich. We thank you for joining us and we look forward to having you again next time on the Auto Remarketing Podcast.